Hello and welcome to Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my Acute Mental Neuroses. We're going to jump right into the list you cannot see. I kind of have an Apple Watch. I'm not sure how to feel about this. Basically, the backstory, uh, the long short of it is that my boss got a new iWatch at the day job. Well, he, the boss at the day job got the new Apple Watch. He didn't get it at work. You know what I mean. And he, uh, I was kind of asking about it. Uh, and of course he gets like a ton of emails for the day job and notifications and uh, stuff like that. And he's got like work stuff tied to it and he's constantly using it. And I was asking him about it and he let me borrow his old one for a couple days and I've been playing with it and I'm not sure how I feel. One, I don't get a lot of notifications. I mean, I've got... I guess I need to tie my email to it. No, I think I did. So far, I mean, I've been using it as a watch, like, to literally know the time. Uh, and that's about it. I tried playing with some of the apps that came over with the, from my phone, and it was like, meh. And I really couldn't find any apps I liked. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, I could get it for a song, but then what's the point if I'm not going to use it to its full potential? So... I am asking uh, if you have an Apple Watch and you like it, or you have one and you don't like it and you got rid of it, and you lit it on fire and peed on the ashes, then uh, email me at info at bacnpodcast.com or tweet at us or Facebook at us, um, social media at us, and let me know when you when you hear this what you think. Um, maybe I'm just doing it wrong. That could very well be possible. Speaking of not doing anything wrong, uh, the Hammond final, the I Hate Kathy Hammond final draft is almost done. I've got about uh, four edits to clean up after I dictated everything, and of course, dictation is never 100%. There's just times where words sound the same, or it said uh, we're, as in we are, but I meant where, as in, or were. Um, stuff like that, where I just gotta clean it up, and times when it wrote the word hyphen, when obviously I wanted it to type a hyphen. So that's almost done. Um, I am gonna get into a little bit about Deb later, um, but she's still very excited that this is gonna be happening, and I'm gonna be working on the theme probably next week, um, and working some of the uh, interstitial segments uh, next week as well. Uh, but the the final draft is almost done, which is great. The 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 meat of it, and then we'll work on kind of the the you know potatoes and carrots of this idea roast, uh, if I may be so bold as to use that simile. I also finished the uh, huge undertaking of that that fear illustration. That's finally done, and I like how it looks. It took me. I had one character where uh, it was a certain kind of effect for her, her certain power, her post-human ability, if you will, her quirk, because uh, I've been watching My Hero Academia, which is a fantastic anime. And uh, it took me about three times to really get it right where I would go, okay, it's done, and I would go back and look at it a day or two days later and go, you know what, I don't, I don't like it. Or I knew, I knew the next day, I'm like, you know, I'm not happy with it. So I... Went back three three passes on it until I was like, okay, that's it. That's what I like. Let's tweak a little bit of it. Um, the only thing that needs to be done is I need Deb to kind of 
guide me because I think I'm too close to it uh, creatively and emotionally, so to speak. Uh, I'm too close to the work to decide on the exact uh, kind of background image. So I want to pass that along to her. And I'll get to that, well, now. But otherwise, that piece is done. And the next piece is going to be great because it's uh, a callback to, like, Illustration 32 is a callback to, I think, Illustration, like, 3 or 4. So it's kind of neat that when I started these illustrations, and I will get to Deb, I know I said I would. When I started the il illustrations, my, my design muscles were still a little atrophied a little bit. I mean, I've been doing variant covers, but I wasn't really thinking outside the box. And these illustrations have forced me to do that. So to, you know, kind of come back and go, oh, I get to kind of redo one with a lot stronger design muscles uh, is going to be really exciting. Um, I've already pulled the reference for it, and I am excited because I'm like, oh, this is something where I didn't know at the time when I was working on Illustration 3 that there would be these elements or this look or this character would have this defining characteristic. And in Illustration 32, I can play on that and, and go, look, this is how it's kind of evolved um, as well as my skills. So that's nice. So I'm excited for that. Uh, it won't take me half as long. Uh, should take me probably a day to do it, which you know is usually, as I've talked about, how I have certain days uh, to do things in terms of a schedule. So uh, when I sit down for my graphic design day later on this week, uh, I should be able to knock uh, Illustration 32 out pretty pretty well. And then I think I've got maybe 10 or 12 left after that, which sounds, it, it's still a lot. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm trucking along. Like I said, uh, Illustration 31 took me a while because it was really work intensive and I didn't have a bead on some of the elements. But... I got there, um, and then we'll probably launch Fear Agents probably closer to the end of the year, maybe beginning of next. I kind of like the idea of starting a new year launching that. Of course, it all depends on where we hit with Kathy Hammond. Now, all of that, Fear and Kathy Hammond, are dependent on what I'm going to talk about next. The note you can, uh, the list you cannot see has a note that says, The Deb Situation. I talked a couple weeks ago about how she had a very drunken, ugly meltdown at NDK or non-Daisukan. She's had another one. Um, I don't think she was drunk. Maybe she was. I don't know. It was over the phone. Um, and unfortunately, she refused to go upstairs uh, from her basement dwelling where she has better reception. So I, she was breaking up and I couldn't be a good co-conversationalist because I couldn't hear what the hell she was saying. Literally, there was a part where she was like, you know what? You know what I mean? And I was like, no, I don't. Um, and I did tell her, I was like, I, you're breaking up. I can't really be there for you because of that. Um, but let's talk later. But basically, you know, she's been going through a tough time. Um, she's having to move suddenly. She's dealing with the emotional and psychological, psychological repercussions of her accident, her living situation, her love life, um, all of this, her sense of independence, her, she has no purpose uh, she feels, I think, she has no creative outlet. I've talked about that before, uh, especially with the, the NDK thing. She kept bringing up that I can draw, and it was like, oh, you're looking for something. I didn't recognize it at the time, but she was looking for, like, an outlet. And I, I think she's just stuck. She's not necessarily spiraling or circling the drain, but she's very much in a, in a, in a place that it's a rut, and that's not good for someone who's 
I think her brain needs to be firing on all cylinders, much like mine. I think she needs her independence. She needs a purpose. She needs a job um, outside of the network. And the network, I don't ask a whole lot of her. Um, I ask her to run uh, our Instagram. I, I ask her to bounce ideas off of me uh, and to come up with some stuff. I mean, like three ideas, um, which I'll get to in a second. Basically, it's, I'm, I'm going to kind of cut off there on this part of the conversation because I'm, I'm going to bring it up later. But basically, so she, I texted her a reminder because we talked um, a couple weeks ago and I said, think of like two or three ideas. I've talked about this before, so I'm sorry I'm kind of beating a dead horse, going ad nauseum on this. But just as a refresher or if you're a new listener, I asked her to think of a few ideas for some interstitial segments for I Hate Kathy Hammond podcast. And I said, no ideas, too stupid, too derivative, too whatever, whatever you think, too weird, I don't care. We're just throwing stuff at a wall and see what sticks um, and maybe something that she thinks of will trigger something in me, or vice versa, and we'll kind of find the idea. The thing. And so I, I texted her, I said, hey, reminder, just think of like two or three ideas, it's not a whole lot. Um, I thought of, I think, three or four in a matter of maybe 20, 30 minutes, um, and I kind of just surfed the web, and I didn't Google like you know anything too inform my decisions i just kind of let my the back of my brain work through it as i was running on autopilot falling down a, a wiki hole but anyway uh and i text her and i say think of a couple ideas and then she texts back uh i'm gonna you know not be at recording uh and at time of recording this this week um so we put up a, a great episode of no applause where it was david Tennant from denver comic-con and then the following text she says and the company's yours and I'm like, whoa, one, like all three of our texts make no sense without any context. So I immediately call her and that's when we get the, you know, kind of breaking up, bad reception conversation. Um, she didn't want to go upstairs, I think, because she didn't want to see her sister and brother-in-law who she lives with, who they're putting the house up for sale and it's forcing her to move, you know, kind of not against her will, but suddenly, unexpectedly, reluctantly, maybe. I don't know on that one. And she does have a place to go, so that's good. She's a little worried about moving from kind of a basement apartment to a room in terms of her furniture and her stuff. I understand that. I've done that. Uh, it's difficult. So she's basically having this depressive um, meltdown. Uh, I could tell it was coming from depression. I could tell it was coming from she doesn't feel her worth because uh, a lot of it kind of boiled down to she's like, I'm holding you back. I don't contribute anything. And I'm like, that's not... It's not true on any sense of the word. So, or the words, anyway. So, I decided, I said, we'll talk next week. You know, I'll give you a week to kind of sort some things out while you're going through stuff. And I told her, I said, I want you to get better. I want you to work on yourself. If you don't feel like yourself, work on yourself. That's the most important thing. We can do cushion episodes. I can do nerd vomit without you. Um, you know, as, as a, we can do nerd vomit as a placeholder. But I can't do... Everything by myself. And like I said earlier, I'm too close to stuff creatively and emotionally. I need, you know, objective eyes. And she provides that. So I literally made a list of ways that she contributes to the network, hoping to kind of work as a stopgap against her decision to leave. Now, if she says, I just don't want to do this anymore. I can't argue with that. I can't counterpoint that. In which case, I put together the paperwork. She signs a bunch of stuff. We file. She clears her, you know, ledger with uh, with me financially in terms of you know paying for all this stuff that happens in the background, like hosting and filing the stuff, 
uh, filing the paperwork and and all the other assorted stuff. You know, renewing. Uh, I already said hosting, but uh, renewing like paperwork and stuff. We have to do that every year with the secretary of the state. So, uh, you know, just the business stuff that costs monies. So, basically, the best case scenario is I say, look, here's this list. This is literally what I think you contribute, and there's no arguing any of these points. Because um, at one point she goes, well, I'll sign whatever you want. I said, well, I don't want. I want you to be part of this company, and I'll fight tooth and nail to keep you in it. Um, assuming that all of her issues are based on holding me back or she's not contributing, I have a list of ways she contributes. Worst case scenario, she leaves. Now, what does this mean for the network? I don't know. And I don't want to, I'm not an alarmist, I'm not trying to, you know, this This is not going to go away overnight. Basically, I would probably take some time, reevaluate what the network is, how much time I have to put into it. I mean, these are things that I've put in so much time, and I know this is one of her things where she goes, you work so hard on it, you work more than, than I do, um, you know, and I said, well, that's why I own more shares of the company than you do, but, you know, you still contribute. Um... You know, she can't do some of the stuff I can do, and that's fine. She can do things I can't. It's it's very much give and take, checks and balances. It's great. But what happens to the network is what I was talking about. And I think the network would, I think would limp along until it was healed. I think, um, I've been watching, uh, like I said, My Hero Academia, and there's a character whose powers uh, his body's not used to, and every time he uses them, he, like, breaks his bones. Um, that would very much be... And then he gets healed by the school nurse who has healing powers, because that's convenient. I think that's what the network would kind of become in the short term. It would It would take a blow and be a little off kilter. I mean, obviously, I would have to take on a few extra things. Um, the voice of certain projects would become more me, as opposed to the network's voice, or a, a kind of an us. And that's something I don't want. I want each piece to be original. I don't want it to all sound the same, like it's coming from... Me, specifically. But, I mean, damn, it still go along. Nerd Vomit would replace No Applause, Just the Clap. I'm sure she would love to. I mean, she said she would step in and, you know, co-host with me every once in a while and help me with some ideas. But I want her there full-time. Um, or more than part-time, anyway. So I don't know. And I'll keep you abreast. And I know you just giggled. Don't worry about it. Um, I will keep you updated on what happens and what's going on because that's important for you to know and it's important for me to know as well and to talk about and process. Um, right now, it's very, I'm looking at it very intellectually. There is no like emotional thing other than like in terms of like Deb herself. So, in terms of the network, I have divorced myself emotionally. Um, you got to look at it as a business owner as opposed to a friend. But then I am concerned for my friend and, you know, I need to be there for her as well. So, We'll see. Uh, lastly, and this is going to be kind of a long episode because of the whole Deb situation, I saw Rancid, and that was a nice break from all the, the stuff going on. Former host of Shooting the Gap, our defunct sports show, got uh, me and a friend, other co-host of Shooting the Gap, Ryan, uh, tickets to a punk rock show. Uh, it was Rancid, Bad Religion, Pennywise, The Interrupters, The Mad Caddies. It was great. Uh, nice good old ska punk festival. Um, called the Scallywag Tour, Scallywag Festival. It was it was all right. I really loved it. Um, I'd never seen Pennywise live. I'm not really familiar with a lot of their stuff, but man, they were funny. Um, Bad Religion blew my mind. They played the entirety of the Suffer EP in its entirety. It was fucking rad. 
it's great being at a concert. I haven't been to a concert in a while. Um, it was fun hanging out with Ryan and joking around, and then Rancid came on, and it was like I was transported back to, you know, 1996, whatever that was, um, when, and, and, uh, when the album And Out Came the Wolves hit and just changed my whole perception of the world and how I looked at music, and it was one of those transformative albums. So it was it was a lot of fun, and it was a nice kind of mini vacation from life. I also, because it was a concert, I took the next day off, so it resulted in a three-day weekend from the day job. Also nice. So that's it. That's that's the list you cannot see. Um, covered everything fairly well, I think. And that's that's it. So from Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug. And from Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these ugh, couldn't have gone an entire episode without a notification edition. Good night, Internet. If you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher.